Hello, welcome to Health and Everything Else on the Shelf. This is Robert speaking, and today we're going to talk mental illness. Today's mental illness will be bipolar disorder. Now, if you don't know, there are two types, type 1 and type 2. Today I'll be talking about type 2. Tattoo in regards to a 17 year old. <sighs> Let's get into it. So, bipolar disorder type 2. Some may look at that name and think. Bad, but it's not as worse as type 1. Well, I guess you can say that if you don't know much more or much about it, shall I say. But what I can, what should be said is the main difference between bipolar disorder type 1 and bipolar disorder type 2 is the intensity of the manic episodes. Those who suffer from bipolar type 1 experience more severe mania, whereas people with bipolar 2, they may have less intense manic symptoms, but more depressive episodes. So, you, if you don't know much about the disorder, then I would expect your answer to be bipolar disorder type 2 is less of a headache than bipolar disorder type 1. But if you do know about it, then you would know that that isn't entirely the case. So, with that brief description, let's talk about a couple of things with bipolar disorder type 2. It's a type of bipolar disorder characterized by depressive and hypomaniac episodes. Um, It will involve at least one depressive episode that could last two weeks. um, Or maybe it could last a week and a half. It really depends on the person. It really depends on the circumstances. And it really depends on how bad it may be within that type um um everyone knows that there's treatment that can help this but this condition cannot be cured um it can last for years or it can be lifelong um the thing with mental illnesses is that it can always be for years or it can always be lifelong or you can suffer from it and then as you get older it'll mellow down it's still there but it's like it's not there um that's the thing with mental illnesses and i think that's why it's so weird to some because usually with a regular health issue um a disease or 
um, something gone wrong with your body. Usually, there's usually something that can fix it or something that can cure it. Um, And if there's not, there's usually treatment that will help kind of semi get rid of it. But with a mental illness, it'll always be treatment can help. But most case scenarios, this condition cannot be cured. That's usually what you're going to hear. So that's um, a little brief description or a brief um, detailing from my part on how I see bipolar disorder or mental illnesses as a whole, shall I say. Um, Your depressive symptoms within bipolar 2 disorder will include sadness. You'll feel sad. You'll feel hopeless. Um... You'll feel less enthusiastic to do the things you would normally do. Um, You know, um, and that can be really difficult, especially for a 17 year old, you know, as they are going through things in their regular teenage life. Um, Bipolar 2 disorder will just add on to those difficult roller coaster of emotions that a teenager normally goes through when they're going through that time, that period in their life. The hypomanic symptoms include persistently elevated and or irritable moods. You're going to go through those highs and lows. You're also going to feel like you feel really happy and then once that low hits you're going to feel like complete crap and on a personal level when I was younger it would be very weird to hear people say oh you're on your period no that's just a part of my mental illness this is my lifestyle um so that's 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 what's gonna happen you're gonna experience your depressive symptoms and your hypomanic symptoms um your treatment can be counseling it can be medications such as mood stabilizers or they may give you something else it really depends on your situation it really depends on how bad it is um because the one thing with mental illnesses you treat it as it is you do not give it more than it needs and you shouldn't give it less than it needs mental illnesses should be treated as is because if it if it's not severe, it doesn't need severe treatment, in my opinion. Because I feel that with some such with something so sensitive, such as mental illnesses, I feel that too much is not good. And if it's severe, too little is not good. I feel mental illnesses should be treated as is. So, 
that's how I feel, especially for a 17-year-old. Um, nothing should be too much or too little. It should be just right. It should be that way for everyone. But in your teens, when you're going through those different emotions and you're having those mood swings as normal teenagers would, you know, it should be treated as is. Mental health on mental illnesses, such as the one I'm speaking about, for people around 17 years old or of adolescence at all, can be very difficult, but also very hard to read. Because when it's first showing out, some parents may be confused, including the adolescent. The child may also be confused when it's first showing, like, I don't understand what's happening. Why is this happening to me? What's going on? Why do I feel this way? And that's totally fine when, you know, in the beginning stages of when you're starting to see these um, progressing symptoms, when it first starts, or when you first see it in your child, or when the child first sees it in their self. It could be very difficult, very hard to adjust to. I know for me, it was very difficult. I was very confused. I felt different. I felt like an outcast. Um, so that is definitely one of the things that I can say. Another thing I can say is when it comes down to being around this age um, group, age range of however you want to say it, you will definitely wish that you were normal or you were like everyone else. And it's okay to feel that way, but know this, you are just as good as anybody else, mental illness or not. And I make that clear to everyone going through something like this or who may have an illness like me you are just as good as everyone else and your illness does not define you as a person Um, all of my everything that I talk about all of my resources come directly from experience directly from what I've gone through how I feel what I know um If I have to really be specific about it, when I didn't know about it, it came from my doctor and my therapist. But all of my resources, everything I say comes directly from me. Everything I know is literally from experience. Um, Anybody who's suffering with mental illness and they don't understand and need support there are always people there to help you resources always take advantage of your resources for example there may be a counselor in your school social worker counselor whatever it may be that is always a good support system always let your parents know if you can't let your parents know um, I would recommend telling your social worker or the counselor and if that's not good if you ever can speak to a doctor or a medical consultant anybody of medical let them know always speak to someone who knows what they're talking about 
because it's for the best. Honestly, it is. Um, as I said before, everything that I say is very ex- experimental. It's all through experience. Everything. Um, I'm very private when it comes to me and my life and everything else that goes on in it. But um, I felt that this would be the perfect opportunity to have this conversation with you. So, let's continue. I want everyone to know that this thing called mental illness is not a card of darkness. It's not the card of dysfunction. It's not the card of I'm different, I'm an outcast, I'm nothing. No. It just means that you have gotten a little bit of sprinkle more than others. And all you have to do is cope. And if you can't cope, like I said before, there are resources and support systems that are going to be there with you every step of the way. I learned that myself. And there are also things you can do within your life to help you, like hobbies. If you have any hobbies that you are very fond of, me, I sing and I dance all the time. If it's not one, it's the other. And I'm doing it all the time. It's what I enjoy. It keeps me sane. (laughs) It keeps me going, shall I say. I love to cook also. Doing things that you like to do will always get you through the day. Because when you like doing something so much, it'll consume time. Time will go by. You'll be much more happier. You'll be much more lifted. Everything will seem like, wow, this day is amazing. Always find things that make you happy and do it. And not just because you have a mental illness. It should always be you doing what makes you happy. I am getting a little emotional because I this is very strong. I'm very strong on this topic. But not because of experiences it's because I want everyone out there everyone with mental illness everyone with bipolar disorder type 2 or anything else to know you matter you are not outcast you are just someone with a little bit more and it's not bad and all you have to do is live your life because no one else is going to live it except for you. I've learned that just because I have this in, this mental illness does not mean my life stops. No. I have to continue to live. And so do you. So live. Don't let it take over you. I've noticed that I had to go through a couple of health consultants before I found the right one for me because most of them, not all of them, because there's a lot of good health consultants and good doctors out there, 
but I've noticed that most of them might tell you the negatives about mental illness and they'll keep it at that. But what you should know is you have a life to live like everyone else and you are entitled to that life to live. Do not let your mental illness take over your life because you are just as normal as everyone else. I provide this reassurance to myself every day. Yes, I talk to myself every day. Not in a crazy way, but in a reassuring way. It keeps me sane. There, Everyone has a method. Use your method to your advantage. It may not cure your mental illness, but it will definitely keep you sane. It will definitely help you out a bit. They say only medication can help you out, some people say. That's not true. You can help yourself as much as medication can. Medication is just that extra essence that keeps us on that right track. But you are the controller. Some situations may be worse than others, but always remember, you are in control. You can do a whole bunch of things to keep you feeling good, to keep you feeling happy and healthy. Healthy does not only mean body health. There's a whole spectrum of health that you need to worry about. So make sure it's all on the positive side. And if it's all on the positive side, you're good. Always remember to keep in check. You may not have time to write down everything. You may not have time to talk to someone about everything. But always remember to keep in check with yourself. Always make sure you are good. It is one of my number one, number one goals, number one rules when it comes to my mental health. Always make sure you're good. And I wasn't always good at that before. I usually would make sure everyone else was good before I was good. And that was negatively affecting my mental health. And as someone with a mental illness, you don't want to negatively affect your mental health. Always make sure you are A1 good. You have to. You have to love yourself. You have to take care of yourself. It will benefit you and your mental health. 100%. I enjoy talking about these things. I enjoy giving information that may be helpful. I'm not always the best at coming up with things off the top of my head when it comes to a conversation, but I am good with my words. And believe me when I say, take my tips and you will feel much better about yourself as a whole, not only mentally, as a whole. Now, Go in the mirror and give yourself a compliment or something. You definitely deserve it. (laughs) This has been Health and Everything Else on the Shelf. I'm Robert Matthews, and I enjoy talking to you. And I hope you'll be back for episode two. Thank you.